At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Not Your Average Conversations. Not Your Average Perspectives. Not Your Average Black Girls. Hey, Not Your Average Black, Not Your Average Black Girls, Not Your Average Black, Not Your Average Black Girls. Y'all know we got to have our musical talent at the beginning of every show. All right, y'all. Welcome back to another episode <laughs> of Not Your Average Black Girls Podcast. We have me, myself, Megan, and Jordan are in the building with you today. We do not have our beloved Dice, but she will be back with us, y'all. Just stay tuned. I'm going to go ahead and pass the mic over to Jordan so she can give y'all that NYABG shout out, and we can get into this good topic for today. Jordan, who you got for us? Okay, guys, so today's Not Your Average Black Girl shout out is going to none other than Alexis White. She has made history as the very first person, y'all, in the entire state of Louisiana to get a degree in cybersecurity. But of course, she's a Black woman who's graduating from an HBCU. Um, the HBCU would be Grambling State University. So shout out to Miss White for being like a path maker in 2021. That's dope. Yeah, no, that is really cool. I really like um, that, you know, a Black woman is the first person to obtain that. And that's super cool. I feel like you're about to see so many people um, going for that now. So shout out to her. Shout out to you, Miss Alexis White. All right, y'all. Today we are talking about, I'm pretty excited to talk about this. Um, I don't know about you, Jordan, but today, y'all, we're going to talk about something that should be so simple, but it comes off very complex and that is girl code, right? So what is girl code? Um, we know we have defined girl code here as a set of rules governing how females should engage with one another. It ensures that the standards for respect, human decency, and the friendship are maintained. Um, and so we're just going to hop right into it. Jordan, like, you know, give me your thoughts. Tell me, like, is that an accurate definition? Like, where are we going with this? Yeah, I think that's pretty accurate. Um, not going to lie, that's the definition that I, I wrote. We didn't get that from Merriam-Webster's or anything like that. <laughs> that's why I said we here have defined girl yeah. code as. Yeah, yeah. So um, I, I think it's pretty accurate. You know, when it comes to girl code, I do think obviously that it's something that we made up. But it was just so that females like keep that love and that sisterhood um, and that camaraderie amongst each other. Um, I do feel like throughout the years, like other situations in life have developed, which have then in turn created more rules within girl yeah. code. But I, I do feel like essentially it was created to be that foundation for how female friendships conduct themselves and maintain, mm -hmm. um, you know, homies over hoes, that type of mentality. Definitely, so. definitely, definitely. Um, 
I agree with you 100%. It's definitely evolved over time, like you said, as situations arise, new rules arise. And so when it comes to girl code, um, you know, what are we using girl code for? Jordan and I have a few things here. So, um, you know, the group chat, you know, don't betray don't betray the group chat at the end of the day. Um, keep girl code at all times for that. You know, dating exes, friends, family of friends, um, handling fallouts, you know, within the friend group, showing support for your friends' achievements, and then traveling and going out. So I want to kind of unpack some of these, um, Jordan, and I'm just kind of going to kind of go to the one that I feel like is the most controversial when it comes to what is girl code and to me not for me personally but based on my observations i feel like it's definitely the dating the exes like i hear the most when people talk about girl code nine times out of ten that is what a lot of people are talking about and so i want to kind of get into like what do you what is girl code for you like i don't know what it is for me but i want you to go first what is girl code when it comes to dating an ex like is there a timeline? You know, is, is... <laughs> it's tricky. So obviously, and I just got real loud, but obviously like girl code rules say don't date any exes. Like you're not supposed to date any exes. Ever. <laughs> ever, 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 ever. However, me being the person that I am, I do think that there are some circumstantial situations that can create maybe some exceptions to that, right? Um, so like for one, if it's your homegirl and she done moved on, married somebody else, got a whole family going, mm. something like that. Okay. I feel like she shouldn't have any feelings left for old boy. Right. You right. know? Um, obviously the way your relationship with the ex starts, you know, I don't obviously I wouldn't condone you like messing with her ex behind your friend's back. That's a no no. But like if it's legitimately been some years it has like a genuine origin like y'all work together y'all bumped into each other like in the grocery store not you know him sliding your dms or something like that but like you know something that's real like organic basically um and like just just guilt-free and like i don't know just genuine if y'all really do kind of bump into each other and start up a romance and i think it's been a good length of time your friend has made it clear she doesn't have any more feelings for him or Mm -hmm. he wasn't like that ex because i feel like if he was that ex then it's off limits regardless but if he was just like a a meaningless you know one-time thing or he was just in the past and she had multiple boyfriends after him and like i said she's moved on Mm -hmm. and she's happy then there may be an exception for that um i pray i don't you know grow to eat my words because i've never had a friend do this to me so (laughs) you know ask me after that situation (laughs) happened knock on some wood and i might feel completely differently but um right now i think it right now it's cool (laughs) right now i think it is possible that it could be okay um if the conditions are like perfect for it i do think it's tricky but the conditions got to be perfect Okay, okay. I see what you're saying. I will say, like, I think it's interesting that you said the part about, like, if she's married and she's happy, she shouldn't be worried about him no more anyways, right? And that made me think of something just now. It's like, aha. So is the catch that, you know, (laughs) in order for you not to care, do you have to have all of your stuff together? You get what I'm saying? Like, I'm just sitting here thinking about it and it's like, okay, with me being married, right? 
if there was an ex that I had and I didn't want anyone to date him, then the perception would be like, well, you're married. Why do you care? Right? Like you should be happy because you're married and you're, you know, (laughs) you're married and you're doing, you're doing well. You have your happiness. Why can't I have mine? And I would say to anyone who said that, like, you're absolutely right. Like, you know, I have my happiness. Why can't you have yours? And so I think it's very interesting. I'm just going to call us out on this one, ladies. I feel like it's very interesting that typically people don't care if they have their own situation going on. It is typically when women are single and they find out that that friend want something, you know, with that ex, you know, if he's, if he's that ex, as Jordan put it, which I love that, um, then that's when you have the problem. And so my, I guess my question is in terms of girl code, like, is that fair for us to do that to one another to say like, well, no, because I have not found, um, that happiness yet, you know, because I don't have anyone right now. Um, I don't want him, but it's not okay for you to have him either, right? It's not typically until we get someone else that we're like, oh, I don't care. You can have them. You can date them. So um, I think that's interesting, like what you said about that. Yeah, yeah. And I was going to say too, I think sometimes, like as we'll probably see with all the other rules or examples that we talk about, like girl code overlaps with just like your your personal morals and growth code as well. And so I think in the situation of dating exes, um, at some point, like personal growth and like just your rules for life have to step in, like how your mom and your daddy raised you. You know, it's just not all going to be encompassed in the girl code Bible. So mm-hmm. you, it, it takes a real a real woman, like a real mature female to sit there and say, you know what? You know what, girl, like homegirl or whatever. I'm good on him. I've had my time with him. Me and him are not that deep. We're not that involved or he didn't have that much of an impact and effect on my life that I would be okay with you dating him if this is like your love, you know what I'm saying? Or if this is someone you could be happy with regardless of what my current love life and situation are. Right, Um, right, right. But like I said, y'all, your girl is saying this (laughs) because it ain't never happened to her. No, I'm joking. I do think that I still like possess the ability to say, yes, this, you can go ahead and have him, but yeah. Like so let me, let me, <laughs> let me give this perspective. Cause like, I know that I just said everything that I said or whatever and full disclaimer, <laughs> if you think you know who all my exes are, I don't care if they might date some or not. Um, <laughs> I genuinely like there's, I'd feel nothing um, just on a personal level, but let me also offer up this perspective. Right. Because I know, um, I know for a fact that these situations exist, right? Mm -hmm. You know, you also have some women who it's like, um, you know, like Jordan said, you know, that ex. Like, we all know, like, sometimes there's just that one person. Like, you really had something um, deep with. You really thought that it was going to go somewhere, and it didn't, and that's okay. And then a friend turns around and dates them. Now, you don't want anything to do with them. Like, this relationship will never be. But that friend dates them. Like, I have seen women feel some type of way about that. Like it has nothing to do with the fact that they're single or that they don't want him, but it's like, wow, like, you know, the extent of what, you know, my relationship with him was and you got the nerve to call yourself my friend and you're going to go date him. Like, and it goes, 
you know, it goes deep. It causes a drift. It, it, it you know, puts people um, who are friends with both parties kind of in an awkward place, you know, because it's like people are expecting you to have this opinion on who was right, who was mm-hmm. wrong. Um, and, and I think that that's also kind of worth, like, I think sometimes people have to make the decision of, like, and this is going to sound really bad, but I just feel like if you're going to do it, make sure that it's a friendship that you don't care about. <laughs> because, yeah, no, that I makes mean, sense. if you're willing, like, I, I want everybody to be happy and, like, have their soulmate at the end of the day. So I just feel like, I guess I just feel like if you feel like your soulmate is somebody who was kind of the one who got away, so to speak, with from a friend, you better be prepared to lose that friend. Because even if she doesn't want him, um, nine times out of ten, she's still gonna see you as shady. And, and I guess we also have to acknowledge like people's automatic go to is what? Like, oh, so were y'all messing around yeah, behind messing my around. back? Yeah. 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 Were y'all were you talking to her behind my back? Oh, or were you wanting my man all along, smiling mm-hmm. in my face? Like that's the go to um answer. So I mean, what 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 is our girl code rule here? Like, are we saying what are we saying? Yay or nay on the the exes of friends? I think if, like you said, if it's not a friendship that you want to lose, then no. But also, too, if you know that you nor your friend are mature enough to handle that, then once again, I guess see see question one or see rule one. <laughs> is this, you know, a friendship that you're prepared to lose? You know, if if she is not mature enough to handle it, but let's say you and the boy are. Um, but let, let me just say this one last statement before we go to something else. I'll be honest with you. I think it takes a different type of person to like want someone else. I don't want to say want someone else's like leftovers, but want what your friend had as well. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, want your friend's leftovers. I think that alone is just not appealing to me. Yeah. So it's got to be some strong emotions there to cause you to navigate towards one of your friend's exes. Like, you got to be all in it. So. On the surface, it's a no-go. But if you, you know, you willing to risk it like the Titanic or something, then go ahead, you know. <laughs> Not the Titanic. Jump in the waters. Take that dive. I'll never let go, Rose. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. And so on that note, um, is there anything else like with dating that we want to talk about when it comes to girl code or you want to move on to something else? We can move on to something else. I think the same rules go for like dating family members of friends because you definitely put in like your friend in the middle of it all. Um, and let's say the relationship goes sour, then it's like you and that egg shall have to figure out how you'll then interact and you know, or how y'all's breakup will impact your friendship with that friend that you mm. have in common. Um, and I think the same goes for if you date like other friends of your friends, like friends they have from other groups. Yeah, so. I'm a, I'm miss unpopular opinion with that. Like date my brother, sister, daddy, mom, date whoever you want to. Keep me out of it, y'all grown people. It work out, it work out. It don't, it don't. Um, but I know a lot of people who kind of think along the lines of you, Jordan. Um, I think for me, like I never feel any type of way because at the end of the day, it's not my business. So I'm like. I'm still going to be friends or family with whoever at the end of it all. I got a question for you. What about hooking friends up with other friends? How do you feel about that? I do it all the time. So (laughs) I do. Don't get me started. Okay. Okay. You do it for everybody. I do it all the time. And (laughs) I'm going to be honest. There are times where it has really 
really worked out. And there have been times where it has not, and that's okay too. But like, oh, is it the times? Yeah, it is okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. the ones that uh, it is okay. Work out for, that's okay for me too. Well, I'm but just my saying, not one hundred percent. But I'm just that's saying. Okay. Well, nothing is a hundred percent out here in Girl, the streets. But... Okay? I'm just being honest. Ain't nobody perfect. Show me one. Point them out. Me. Um. <laughs> but I mean Ooh, I just <laughs> I just feel like at the end of the day like you know it's nothing wrong with like introducing people to people that they might have not met on their own or people that they never thought that they would vibe with or or just trying to like spread the love that's just kind of how I've always been though I just always be wanting to like hook people up I swear I need to start like a matchmaking service or something because I'm gonna write a review. Start it up so I could uh, leave Jordan, it with y'all. Jordan, stay wanting to write a review <laughs> or I'm turn somebody Megan. in. <laughs> I'm making two and a half stars. Whatever, whatever. I have good quality work. There's a. We're not even gonna get into this. Like I just want y'all to know, Jordan is biased against mm-hmm. me, but because I'm, I'm a customer, because I have literally witnessed her services. I'm it's demanding. I'm demanding experience. a retry. I'm demanding Girl, a retry. You ain't got no more supply. Hold up, you don't know who I know. Don't do that. Anyway, we can move on to the next one. You don't know who I know. Um, ooh, let's talk about handling fallouts amongst the friend group because I have seen this and experienced this a good, I'm not gonna say a good bit, but enough, right? <laughs> and I'm gonna tell y'all my take. I just feel like um Okay, so so let's just call it spade a spade, right? Like Jordan, Dice, and I, we've revealed before that we are line sisters. Um and since yeah, Jordan and I since Jordan and I are on here, shut up. Since Jordan and I are on here, I'm just gonna talk about me and Jordan, like for the purpose of the example. Now, Jordan and I have been friends for a very, very long time. We are close enough to the point to where like if Jordan falls out with somebody that I only know through her, but I'm friends with that person as well, then, you know, I'm not going to lie, like, my honor, I guess my loyalty, whatever, is probably going to be to Jordan. Um, Just because I met that person through her, she's no longer friends with them. I'm not going to go out of my way to be mean to them, but, like, if I have to pick sides, I'm going to go with Jordan. Um even though I feel like a part of girl code is not asking your friends to choose sides. I'm just saying, like, if it comes down to it, I would go with the person who, like, you know, I obviously um, am the closest to, and sometimes that's who you knew first, whatever. But I will say, like, I think girl code, when I think of girl code and handling fallouts, right, I do genuinely think of um, how you handle it is, like, I think of two things come to mind. Being in the middle, being in the middle comes to mind, and then hitting below the belt comes to mind. Um, and I think that a part of girl code for me, like when you fall out with somebody, you don't immediately go to like tell all their business. And I hate that I see that happen so much. Like, what do you think of when you mm-hmm. think about this, Jordan? Okay, so for me, obviously, the concept of loyalty comes to mind, right? Because, like you said, you. Oftentimes, people want you to pick a side. Um, 
Now, my definition of loyalty, I kind of feel like is 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 ancient at this point um, because I don't see a lot of people exercising it the way I feel like it should be done. So if two of my friends fall out, those are two friends. So I'm, I'm with Megan. I'm not necessarily going to pick a side if it's two people that I know within my own right. Like I started my own relationship with them and we all met each other at the same time. However, I'm also on the side of right as well. So if someone in that situation does something wrong that I personally feel is wrong, I don't need whoever felt like they had been done wrong to come to me and tell me their side of the story. No, just from the facts that I objectively gather and I'm able to piece through the information and say, wait a minute, you know, like that wasn't right. Girl, no, she could have paid for you to get in the club. Like, you know, she had to leave you outside hanging. She could have helped you out. <laughs> um, <laughs> like I said, these are both my friends that I know in my own way, like based on my own relationship. I'm going to tell the person who did wrong, like, hey, look, you shouldn't have done Absolutely. that. You know what I'm Absolutely. saying? Like, I'm going to step to her, not anything disrespectful, but just say, look, sis, like, you got so-and-so over here in her feelings. She pissed at you. You know, I done calmed her down. But let me tell you, like, you, you shouldn't have done that. You shouldn't have done that, you know? And I feel like... um, that's the extent of my role. Like I'm not finna sit here and further the divide. Like if we're all friends, my whole goal is to bring everybody together and we're adult at this point too. So you kind of handle your own differences, however you need to, like you shouldn't need a mediator to put y'all in the same room to like talk things out. If you need that, then okay, cool. But I feel like both people at this age at our, you know, big old age should be grown enough to reach out after time has passed and say, look, we need to meet up. We need to talk. Cause if not, it's going to be awkward when the group gets together and, you know, we don't want any awkward tension in the room. So let's just go ahead and figure it out. Like everyone's a big girl at this point. So mm -hmm. I'm definitely going to be the friend to let friends handle their own issue. But if you come to me expecting me to pick a side that I won't do, I'm on the side of right. So I'm going to tell you how I feel about it. If you did something wrong, I'll be woman enough to acknowledge what the other person does wrong with you or in front of her. And then I'm going to keep it pushing, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. And that's just kind of how I feel like you should handle them. But another thing I wanted to say, because that was from the perspective of, you know, the friend who's not involved. Mm -hmm. If I'm someone who's involved in the fallout, <laughs> um, one thing I think you have to be prepared for is that, everyone's not just going to sit there and, and hear your side of the story and run with you and then be quick to shun the person just because you're mad at them. You know, like, I think um, if you're in a friend group and two of y'all fall out, and like I said, everybody knows each other equally and with the same amount of like respect and in the same way, you got to be prepared to like, you know, handle your situation yourself. Don't drag anybody else into your mess and how you feel. So um, I think that's just a mature way to handle fallouts when it's a group of friends. Um, so, yeah. How do you feel about the whole, like, revealing information thing? Like, you know, when people fall out and then all of a sudden, like, start telling each other business. How do you feel about that? I think that's whack. Like I said, that's just not that's just not loyal at the end of the day. Um, I said that earlier. I'm, I'm, I am big on loyalty and how I treat people, like I value relationships, whether they're friendships, romantic relationships, or whatever the nature of the relationship is, I value the people that I have in my life. So there are people to this day, you know, I can get personal, but I won't because we already did our Spill the Tea episode in season one. But Ooh. there are people from this day and who I, did me 
dirty, 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 dirty. Yeah. And yeah. I still got secrets, you know, that I have not shared that I either know about them or they told me in confidant. Um, and that's not because I didn't want to. That's not because I ain't had the right moment to. That's just because mm. I just didn't. At least yeah. not out loud. If I did, the only person I told was Megan. But you know, that's Megan's <laughs> my diary. Facts. So different. Facts. Y'all don't know. <laughs> but I mean, that's that's admirable though. And I mean, I think that speaks to character. At the end of the day, um, you know, I feel like I was taught at a young age that it's very easy. It is very easy to do the wrong thing, but it is so hard, believe it or not, to like just, you know, be upright. Like, and and I mean, you think you said it perfectly, Jordan, when you know you have the ammo, you know what I'm saying? Like at the end of the day, you know you can go for the kill shot, but you choose not to. I think that that, and a lot of people would disagree and would say, I'm not going to reward you for being a good person. You know, people say that, but there's a lot of people out here not being good people. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I, I do reward people for being decent because I see so much indecency Mm. um, happening and people think it's okay and they think it's cool you know with social media you know it's it's almost like who can who can slam who the hardest you know what I'm saying like who got the best clap back Mm -hmm. Um, you know and I just uh, I I really commend people who are like you know what at the end of the day like I I may not get the most round of applause or whatever but I'm not gonna go dirty and in the ooh in the words my girl Nene Lee she never win when you play dirty <laughs> Nene used to stay saying that you never win when you play dirty and I mean she was right though you you mm-hmm. don't win when you play dirty you think you won but it's always coming back at you so mm-hmm. I'm I'm with you on that um I want y'all to stay on code ladies you know don't be out here telling each other business don't be out here putting your other friends in the middle of your mess mm-hmm. um I feel like another good one. <laughs> um, I never experienced no betrayal with this, and it's gonna stay that way. But the group chat, like, <laughs> yeah, nah, the, the group, group chat, chat is sacred, man. <laughs> the group chat is tricky, especially for someone like me. Like, I don't know how to describe. Who are you telling? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all don't know. <laughs> I feel like I'm a, a like a. Uh, I don't know, just like a klutz a little bit, like just a little clumsy, but you just with say. my with my thought, you know, with my with my actions, not necessarily my feet, you know. I just be moving too quick for myself, and I always have a uh, the best intentions at heart and in my mind. It just doesn't always play like that, you know, um, or play out like that. So I have messed up in the group chat. Like severely one time that I can think of all the time, like off the top of my head, but um, in situations where I haven't cared about, maybe like four or five, you know. Um, <laughs> and oh honestly, you know, at my big old age and knowing that it's probably gonna happen again, at some point you have to get to the level where you just don't care no more, you know. Mm. Um, but the one time that I can think of, it was actually in a group chat with you. Megan, oh, and you God. remember this was maybe like ooh, two, three I wonder years ago. if we're thinking of the same example. I'm gonna keep going. I want to see. I don't this know. Well, I, I I really don't remember it. Which thank the Lord for this memory. But I just know I had I was posting 
screen there was two group group chats right there was one with the bigger group and you <laughs> took a screenshot of the bigger group <laughs> and you meant to send it to the small group but you sent it to the bigger group y'all this is the kind of stuff jordan does and what's so crazy is like I know Jordan so well. Like, y'all don't understand. I'm so thankful for, like, I, mean, I love Jordan to death. But let me tell you something. I am so thankful that I have known her as long as I have known her and that we are as close as we are because I know, like, it's almost like I can catch Jordan before she falls because I was not shocked when that happened. And we recently were in another subgroup chat and we were messaging in our traditional group chat at the same time and before jordan could even get in the other chat good i was like jordan jordan this is the right chat this is the right chat because i knew the road that she was about to go down i was like jordan about to be saying all the right things in the wrong group. like come on re-navigate yourself i do remember that though you Y'all, Jordan. I just, cried that day. I ain't gonna oh, lie. That man. was some. That was some shit. But see, that's why I'm saying you gotta have a a solid group of people in your group chat because you know I ain't trying to throw nobody out there. They probably ain't listening no way, but they know they a little anyway. So, because um, had that been anybody else, they wouldn't have tripped like that. You know, what I mean? it was only one person who had really tripped though. But we ain't even finna. Any, yeah, but anyway, that that was that was like probably my the last like big group chat boo-boo that I can think of. I'm sure I've had like others, but um I don't know. You know, you, you just got to be careful. I always try to look at the members in there, but hell, I got so many group chats at this point, I get confused and a lot of us in the same ones. ones. Yeah, yeah, like a lot of people in the same ones. I go, oh shit, whatever. Um That's so. why iPhone users utilize that feature of naming your chats. It goes so far. Um, at least it does for me with the it ones does. with the ones I'm in. It helps me because I'd be like, all right, who am I talking to again? Um, but don't be out here, ladies. I don't know what's wrong with some of y'all. I see these threads going viral every here and there, sharing your group chats. I don't know who y'all think you are betraying going other like that. Don't be doing that. It's no screenshots allowed, honey. Mm-hmm. Um, y'all gotta be on code, and that definitely is not okay. So Let's get into another one. Um, showing support for your friends' achievements. I would hope that we don't have to school y'all on this, but it's take a no-brainer. Away, Jordan. Yeah, this it's, is a no-brainer. It's a no-brainer, but we just really out here trying to perpetuate black female excellence. You know what I'm saying? And lately, I feel like whenever I get on social media, I'm just loving the way that I see black women support other black women. So, uh, duh. You know what I'm saying? This is girl code, like not even one-on-one. I mean, this is just basics right here, you know, um, mm-hmm. support your other females. Like, and we can take black out of it, support other females. Like it really mm-hmm. just boils down to that. And especially your friends, don't be no hater. Don't be a sourpuss. Mm-hmm. If you're a home girl, you know, just bought that new car. Or she just got that new job promotion or, you know, her and her baby daddy done worked it out. And, that he talking about getting married now. You know what I'm saying? Be yes, happy you, for her. Be happy, yes. Like, be happy and know your time is coming, too. Um, I do think we live in a world now where it is very easy to get jealous um, because you see what other people have on social media, so you think that's what you're supposed to have. But if it's not for you, honey, just know that your blessing is going to be even better because it will be tailored specifically for you. Don't hate on another man's blessing or come up 
support, 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 especially your friends, especially your friends, because it's not about you. It's about them. So be happy. I agree with that 100%. You know what? I feel like it's just like destiny that we're recording this episode today, because in my memories, um, a memory popped up of a quote that I posted three years ago today, y'all. And it's a quote by Joseph Campbell. It says, you must give up the life you've planned in order to live the life that is waiting for you. And I feel like that definitely ties into what Jordan was just saying. Like, you know, ladies, don't be out here jealous of other women or of your friends for what they have. Like, but like Jordan said, because you think you're supposed to have it, be patient, you know, be prayerful, have that faith in you and be happy for others because I feel like it takes such a, um, you know, a, a good spirit to smile for others, even if everything may not be currently working out for you. So y'all definitely got to make sure you do that. And, um, you know, one of my favorite examples, this happened like within the past year or so when people were coming down on the um, CEO of um, the Honeypot company, um, the lady who does the, the feminine care products. And, um, you know, not to be divisive, but um, there were a lot of women really coming down on her for mentioning something about paving the way, being an example for Black women in her commercial. You know, they were trying to get her products taken out of Target, um, trying to, you know, basically ruin this woman's business. And I just want to say to Black women, I love the way that we showed up and showed out for her and got those products every time they were on the shelves. We cleared them out. Um, people to this day say that they have a hard time getting her products now in their target because it's always sold out. So I just want to say, you know, celebrate, um, you know, that, that girl code is very important. Um, support your friends achievements, but support another woman who is um, making strides as well. Cause in my opinion, a win for her is a win for me. Um, you know, that's just on that. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Okay. Um, another one, y'all, is um, Girl Code, the rules for traveling and going out. And um, <laughs> I don't know the age range of all of our listeners here, but um, we're in our 20s and I feel like we both have this down pat, but I, quite frankly, I feel like I've had this down for a long time. What about you, Jordan? True that. Me and you have been going on trips Um since we were in college and I kind of feel like our same mm-hmm. ethics when it comes to traveling and our mentality while we're out in a group um, is the basics are the same. You know what I'm saying? If not, yeah. everything is pretty much the same as it is now. So, yeah, yeah. I think when it comes to, um, I will say, I think when tr- it comes to traveling, I think most people are kind of like, okay, because you're somewhere unfamiliar and, people tend to stick together a little bit more, mm-hmm. a little bit better because no one wants to like get lost or separated or kidnapped, et cetera. Um, but I will say was going out, like I've never had this problem in my friend group, but I have heard stories. I don't know about you. I've heard stories of like other women talking about how they fell out with a friend um, because of like something that went wrong when they were out and about. Mm-hmm. Right. And so 
I think that um, there are just some things that don't occur to people. Like, you know, when you're going out, like, I don't like, and this is the weird thing to say because, like, I know how I would feel, but I feel like just generic code. Like, if you're one of those girls who you go out, especially if it's just you and one person, like, you go out, but you're quick to, like, leave your friend, mm-hmm. um, you know, because you met a guy, like, you can't mm-hmm. do, you shouldn't do that because, you know, y'all came together, you need to leave together, or, I mean, you know, if he's, if he's really worthy, you know, he maybe needs to um, drop the both of you off or something, like, you just, at the end of the day, you need to stick together mm-hmm. um, and not separate, you know, because you met a guy, I hear a lot of girls tell stories like that, and I'm like, wow, that's terrible, um, and here's here's a, here's when it's a twist, right? I feel like another part of girl code, and this might just be human code, <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like another part of girl code is um when it comes to going out, like and money, right? If you know you don't have money, That's tell your friends say. beforehand so that they can tell you whether or not they can cover you, right? Mm-hmm. Like give your friends that courtesy of knowing. I don't have the money, but I would like to go because your friends might be willing to cover you. But if they can't cover you, then give them that option. Like that's girl code to me. I don't know about you, but that's girl code to me. So I was going to say that's, that's a good point, Megan. I was going to speak to money and attitude, right? Um, If y'all going out, like whether it's to a club um, or like on a vacation or something like that, I personally feel like, obviously, hopefully, y'all planned. And so if you knew this was coming up, at our ages, I kind of feel like finances, to a certain extent, are within your control, you know? So don't come if you don't want (laughs) to spend money. You know what I'm saying? It's one thing to have the money to, like, pay for the trip. It's another thing Mm -hmm. to have money to spend while on the trip. Absolutely, absolutely. And so I kind of feel like if you're the person who's going somewhere and you go on in a group or it's just you and you're another homegirl and you know, I'm not even trying to get to the point to where it's like y'all in two different tax brackets or something like that because that's not the case. But it's like if you know that you're a bit – um, bit more of a stickler with your finances than your homegirl, or you didn't necessarily do all the research and realize how much things were going to cost where y'all were going. Like, don't bring that negativity on the trip, sis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, don't bring that negativity yeah. around here because me, I, I came to have fun and and, exactly. and have a, a hot girl summer, you know, icy girl summer, bad bit, all that. I came to, I came to get it in while we here. So don't ruin my fun because of your personal qualms, you know. Yeah. Secondly, sure. my other point is your attitude on the girls' trip, on the group trip, whether it's girls or not, you know, co-ed, however. You're not by yourself. You're not with your family. You're not with your niggas. So you're not going to be able just to do everything you want to do. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like a lot of girls forget that. Or like people in general, because we have all just like lost. I won't say we because not me. But a lot of people have lost their ability to be like selfless. Like They think yeah. it's all about like me, 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 me. So when you go somewhere, it's all about what you want to do, what you had on your mind for doing. And it's like, no, you're with like five, six other people. So you have to consider them as well, too. You have to do what's best for the group, not just... Just what's best for you and where you want to take a photo at or where you always thought about posting an Instagram photo from. You know? <laughs> so don't, don't photo. yes, like don't bring that mentality on the trip. Like we're here, not you. We're here. So we're going to have to do some things that you may not always want to do, but you yeah. got to be down to do it. And you better be happy doing it because we all trying to build fun memories in there. You know, like we all trying to have fun. So that's my, my qualms. And I feel like 
you know, I feel like we've been seeing this since we was in undergrad where people. Oh, for sure. Let me tell you something about me and Jordan, right? And this is so crazy because I think this is like one of the things, aside from our personalities just clicking, these are, I think this is one of the things that got us really close. Like Jordan and I in college, if Jordan was going out, I loved to go because I knew that me and Jordan just were here. Like mm-hmm. it is like I didn't even have to say anything about what time I wanted to leave. She never had to say anything about when she wanted to leave. Like we just were on the same page. And I will say with that, I can't stand that I'm ready to go ass person. <laughs> like I hate that when whether it's traveling, whether it's just going out to the bars, like and and I oh my god I've just experienced that so much in life and I hate that like if you're gonna be ready to go as soon as you get there don't come please mm-hmm. stay home please stay home or if you are gonna be ready to go as soon as you get there please don't tell me because mm-hmm. like Jordan said I'm very much so trying to live my best life I am marriage or no marriage it's still hot girl summer just mm-hmm. like Meg said but he gonna pick me up <laughs> like <laughs> I mean I be wanting to have a good time and I can't stand when people are like ready to go or you got an attitude or like you were fine when everyone was getting ready but now that we're here you're not talking to anyone yes. like I'm yes. so quick to ignore you trust me you I have you guessing if we even came together like <laughs> I don't play that we're here to have fun let loose have a good time socialize like I just don't like when people do that and you know what I think that comes with honestly like just just you know read people's personalities and learn who's for you because mm-hmm. when it comes to like friends back home and stuff, I can go out with any of my friends back home because psh, like me and you, Jordan, I mean, we, we'd be ready to go at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like I know when I go out with my friends back home, we're not necessarily shutting the club down at 4 a.m., but we're not leaving at 11 when we got there at 10 either. Like mm-hmm. we, we just are on the same vibes and we, we just know like it's it's no no issues ever like everybody just came and have fun and when that fun is over okay we ready to go sleep because you know (laughs) i feel like going out is almost like a test of friendship you know what i'm saying like you can really learn a lot about a person from how they act when y'all go out like you could tell their morals you could tell their priorities because one of my biggest fears is going out with somebody like say it's just you and her or it's a small group of y'all and the majority of them prioritize like dudes, you know, like male attention mm-hmm. over the group. Like, oh, that's such a fear for me going and out. And that's not girls. why you went out. Yes, yeah. yes, because I'm I'm not that kind of person. Like Megan, you know, Megan just told y'all, like me and her be here. So I'm not the kind of person that. Well, anyway, Megan got a man, so this is different. But anyway, I'm not the kind of person to be in a nigga face. You know what I'm saying? Like we go yeah. out. Like I'm not even when out. I didn't though. Like yeah, we, we shared yeah. that in common. Like I'm not. It is not to say that I wouldn't talk. It's not to say that I wasn't approachable, but mm-hmm. it's, that was not my main reason for wanting to mm-hmm. go out. Um, and I think that that's often where a lot of females fall out because mm-hmm. some people, that's why they want to go. They look for a man. And some yes. people just want to have a good time, like just trying to, you know, have some drinks, like do a little twerk, like just, just trying to have fun. <laughs> yes, um, yes. Not necessarily looking for anything or anyone, just trying to like live um, and you know, some everybody ain't down for the same thing. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think the biggest part of girl code is just, you know, um, know know yourself well enough to find your tribe so mm-hmm. that you can serve your tribe properly. Mm-hmm. That that's the best advice I could give to any of our listeners. Like, know yourself so that you can properly be a friend to that friend group. 
um, that you latch on to. And also, y'all don't be out here stealing our definition um, because that was an original definition by Jordan. So <laughs> we we see y'all saying it, we will know. <laughs> or, or at least just add us if you do. Dang, right. On the IG if you at least let's get some credits. Right. Just add us, please. But no, Megan, I do have one like, um, you know, last quick question for you. Okay. So do you think like girl code is still prevalent and necessary today? Or do you think we could just burn it along with the burn book? It is necessary, but I don't feel like it's as prevalent as it needs to be. I think right now we are in a time, and this is just based on observation. This is not my life. Luckily, I have some very real people in my life, but from what I observe, um, I do want us to do better as a collective. I see a lot of, what in the day, I'm for me type mm-hmm. attitude. Um, and I mean, I get it. I'm for me as well, but like, I'm not, I see a lot of, you know, well, I don't care who I got to step on yeah type of attitudes and um it never quite seems to be the women stepping on the men it seems to be the women Mm -hmm. stepping on the Mm -hmm. women and I don't like that because we are stronger together so um is it necessary yes is it prevalent right now I might say no yeah I would agree good answer good answer I'm glad you agree. Glad no, I'm not crazy <laughs> out here. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Yeah, no, that that that's real insightful, and I think you definitely hit the nail on the head with that one. Um, for whatever reason, women are quicker to sacrifice another female versus, mm-hmm. um, you know, sacrificing that man because. I don't know why, but actually that we do know why. And I think that's a, another episode, another podcast topic. It definitely is. Yeah. Um, but nonetheless, females, we got to do better. Um, definitely go dust off your old girl codes if y'all got them. I know we really don't have them literally intangibly, but just think about it one night, you know, before you go to sleep and be like, um, challenge yourself, you know, to be a better girlfriend to your girlfriend the next day. You know, just think about one thing you could do to be a better homegirl to your homegirls, whether it's in the workplace, you know, be an ally for us. You should, we should all already be allies, but, you know, challenge yourself, like I said, to be a girl's girl um, one day at a time. And I think that would be really cool. You know, the girl code challenge. Let's make it one. You know, we always out here. Ooh, hashtag girl code challenge. Hashtag girl code challenge. And then hashtag NYABG. <laughs> right. Y'all got to do that. Y'all don't be out here not crediting us now. If y'all do hashtag girl code challenge, y'all better put the hashtag and just ABG after show it. yourself doing one homegirl ass thing that day. That's the girl code challenge. Um, and and that'd be that's lit. such a good idea. We gotta we gotta trademark it, man. Somebody gonna get yeah. us. Quick, quick, quick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. We're gonna transition into our not your average news segment. So I'm gonna let Jordan kick it off with um this news about a very important verdict, Jordan. All right, guys. So this week, today is uh, the week of April 22nd. Um, So this week, we did finally get a jury verdict back on the murder of George George Floyd. Um, And if you all don't remember, um, George Floyd was killed, murdered by police officers, like, what, about a year or so ago? Um, And the police officer was Derek Siobhan. So we did have his trial in the um, preceding weeks. And then finally, we got our verdict this week. And he was found guilty, guys, on three charges. Um, So we all, 
we all as a community, as a collective, I'll say like a collective of um, just decent people at this point. It's not about color. It's just about being decent. You know, um, we're all excited and people do see this as a victory. But also, too, there has been the conversation online about, you know, this not necessarily being victory. It's just us seeing someone being a white person being held accountable mm-hmm. for the first time. You know, a, a white mm-hmm. police officer, male being held accountable. Um, so right now we're at the point where sentencing will take place in about eight weeks, but he was denied bail. That is a victory for yes, sure. Amen. He looked pretty shocked. He was not expecting that from the photos that I have seen. So um, it was a it was a pretty good good day, good week going. So yeah, far. happy for the accountability. Absolutely, I know that there's a lot of work to be done, but. There's something to be said for the accountability. Um, all right. So y'all know that your girl is an avid diverse reality TV watcher. So for those of you who watched The Bachelor with me, um, Bachelor star Colton Underwood recently came out as gay in an interview with Gail King. To some people, this was shocking. To some people, it was not. Um, this has really been hot tea in Bachelor Nation, y'all. Um, and he's supposedly um, going to have a Netflix um, short term series or something documentary just talking about his journey and his discovery to realizing and accepting um you know that he was a gay man so y'all um you know stay tuned for that I'm definitely gonna watch it when it comes out so maybe we can talk about it on Clubhouse those of our listeners who uh like The Bachelor we can talk about something else for once um Okay, Facebook is going to introduce a new feature called Live Audio Rooms that is supposed to rival um, the beta mode app that us iPhone users know as Clubhouse. I'm curious to see where this goes because, okay, there are people obviously of different ages on Clubhouse, but everybody know like Facebook is for the aunties. At the end of the day, IG is for, you know, the nieces. And so I'm curious to see how this goes when aunties get a hold of something like Clubhouse. Man, I am not trying to be in no family Clubhouse. You feel me? Like, it's one thing to have the family group message and the family Facebook messenger, and they send in all kinds of random stickers all day with fireworks in them and emojis. Like, that's one thing. But the last thing I need is for them to be on there talking all day. Like, oh, why she ain't picking up? Somebody call her. Like, why Jordan not in the room? <laughs> I don't have time for that. Um, that's but no, Megan, that that actually should be very interesting because that's exactly what I was thinking about: is the audience on each platform completely mm-hmm. different? Um, and so These I would like folks to about to be turning up. Girl, they can be talking about some everybody not realizing that just anybody can Girl, log in. Tell hey. everybody business. And you know, you know Maurice, he really didn't pay that bill. Like he was <laughs> they know somebody just on your one other person come to find out the whole family tree ain't gonna be in the thing just talking. So I ain't know you was in the room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be a mess. It's gonna be a real mess. Very okay, interesting though. All these folks about this fire festival, man. <laughs> I hope y'all remember Fire Festival. I think Fire Festival happened in like 2016 or something like that. I could mm-hmm. be a little too too early, but nonetheless, it was that um <laughs> supposed to be like amazing luxury weekend experience. Um that was supposed to happen in um Exuma. So what's happening in Exuma, and I can't remember the guy's name, but it was, uh, duh, 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 no surprise, it was a young white male 
who was the whole brain behind Fire Festival and Ja Rule. <laughs> just Which the is, concept makes me laugh all yeah. over again. I'm sorry. Yeah, I just remember there being like a bunch of orange squares, Kendall Jenner, other models were there or like in the promo, if nothing else. And so if you don't know what Fire Festival was, then go look it up because they have a whole Hulu documentary and I am willing to bet you one dollar that you will chuckle at least five times during that because it is Guaranteed. just that hilarious. It's just that hilarious. But nonetheless, all the attendees who paid like I'm sure twice this amount to attend um, this weekend on a private island were just awarded their settlements from um, that whole situation, and they each got seven point two thousand dollars in a class action settlement. If I'm not mistaken, I think it was only like 200 people who had bought or purchased tickets to this. Yeah, um, something like that. Yeah, but I mean, like, we aren't lying, y'all. It was around like six to 10K to even attend. It was expensive. Like, it was ridiculously expensive. I mean, just think the kids that are on TikTok now, it was their older siblings, right? So um, it was just like a lot of, you know, Audi driving, polo flipped up collared shirt. I'm going to stop you right there. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to stop you right there before you get us into trouble. Kids, yeah. And I'm going to let you do the next one because I know that this is going to bring you joy. Oh, def. A lot of this has been bringing me joy, to be quite frank. Everything so far. But anyway, um, the Kardashians. Did y'all know that the Kardashians were sued at one point in time um, by Sonya Norwood, which... I don't know much about Sonya Norwood, but the few like clips I can just think about her in my head, I know like she is not one to play with. I know she got a personality on. Now, for the people who don't know who that is, tell them who she is. That's Brandy and Ray J's mama. So to know that she allowed them to get away with this and like they still be on TV acting like that's their sister family Mm. blows my mind. But anyway, at once upon a time, they were sued for spending over a hundred and $20,000 on her personal credit card. Um, from the few lines of the story I read, because we all know Shame. your girl does not read a lot on these Instagram posts. Um, it was Kim and Chloe because at one point they did work for her. And so, and that's not really shocking because I did know that Kim once upon a time worked for Brandy. That's how she met Ray J, but I yeah. did not know that Chloe was there. But anyway, they did some personal shopping, some personal spending on Mama Norwood's credit card and the story recently came out because I guess they like settled or whatever outside of court. But um, yeah, I think the part that really just blew me when it came to all this is how far up Kim's ass Brandy and and Ray J still kind of are whenever they have to speak about them in public, knowing that these people played y'all's mama. So girl, I got my best laugh. I ain't gonna lie. When I read that story, I said, huh? Not fraud. Um, not you self-made, but out here stealing, honey. Girl. I was just like, I cannot. Um, okay. So y'all, LeVar Burton, and he's from Reading Rainbow, for those of you who may not know or remember him, has recently been named as one of the guest hosts of Jeopardy to end the 37th season. I know a lot of people were really talking about this on social media, like about mm-hmm. wanting to see him up there. Um, mm-hmm. so this is this is cool. This is great. Definitely gonna be um, you know, like taking a trip back to the past for people who watched Reading Rainbow. 
um, growing up. So that's really cool. And then um, last but not least, Danny Lee. She's a singer. Most of you know who she is. She is pregnant. Um, I remember seeing a video a couple of weeks back where you could already tell. Mm-hmm. So I didn't know that this was news. Did she announce it recently? Is that what it was? No, so it's still kind of like being kept under wraps because in the video, I know the one that you're talking about, she had on that red dress. And I'll be honest with you, I didn't believe it because I'm one of those people who had always just kind of been paying attention to Danny Lee. And I know she's never had like that Instagram body, right? Like she's Mm -hmm. always had a very natural body. And so at the time, what people were pointing out as a belly bump to me didn't look no different than how she normally looks. Um. But I did see a recent video and picture of her from when she was in the studio with Timbaland and she's got on like, you know, larger clothes and baby girl belly out there. Like it's mm-hmm. it's no denying or questioning it now. So, yeah, but they, they still haven't like officially announced it. Um, they haven't said too much about it, but, and I think she is like, you know, kind of trying to hide it with her clothing. Cause if you go on her Instagram, like her clothes are, are baggy at this point. So is it, no is it the babies? I I would assume so. Like that's oh. just a whole a, a whole hot mess, right? Because it was like she did the whole light skin is what he want. They broke up. She got clowned. People kept telling her light skin is not what he want. And then I noticed <laughs> like he was in the same locations with his first baby mama, me. But if you noticed on social media, he's only posting his daughter. You know, he mm. oh now he's super with nobody. Exactly, but he be with Mimi all the time. You know what I'm saying? So I kind of felt like, exactly. But I kind of felt like maybe Mimi took him back. But then now that it's like Danny is pregnant, well, they really finna be sharing him now because Danny got him for 18 years, just like Mimi got him for 18 years. And then did we forget about the other baby he had on Mimi? You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? Like that baby somewhere, probably not even two yet. So I just, it's a whole hot mess. It's really a hot mess. I like the baby. He's one of few shorter men that I could like say, I would have gave him a chance if I saw him in the street because I don't like men that are short, right? Um, Don't come for me. That's my preference. I don't care because y'all talk about preferences all day long on the internet. Um, (laughs) So I don't care. But yeah, he's got to slow down on the baby making um, between, you know, he didn't want to be out here like Nick Cannon. Wait, which I guess that's news, y'all. Nick Cannon and some girl that none of us know. Or let me see for myself. I don't know her. I didn't know her are expecting twins this is so it must be he must be the one that carries the trait because exactly. this is his second set of twins oh isn't that um, his third it's but this is these, these his six kids though right two i don't know yeah these will be the sixth right or the fifth these will make the fifth or the sixth he got a lot i don't of know but i just know he got twins with mariah carey and i about to have twins with this lady so I'm yeah, just no, this gonna be his six because then he have somebody else pregnant too, and then he, yeah, he got that other girl pregnant that he had Golden from, right? I mean, he's, he's just a, yeah. a classy version of Future at this point. I mean, exactly. Honestly, I, I don't even think it's as classy. Look at what you're doing. You know, well, I'm well, saying I, like he's not a rap. Like you know, people <laughs> Future gets a, a bad rap if because he he's a rapper. a rapper. Yeah, like Future gets a bad rap because he's a rapper, so they associate his music with his actions. What I'm saying is Nick Cannon doesn't do that so people perceive him he's a little bit more um tolerable in terms of like swallowing his actions for some i see through it i'm glad you said he's not a rapper though because nick cannon is <laughs> he's not a rapper he's an actor Did he, he give us that jiggle song 
He's an actor, he's a TV host and a, and a creator, and I respect his work, but he's not a rapper. And <laughs> that's that on that. <laughs> um, uh, y'all, we are gonna go over our classes for the culture. Y'all know this is the new segment that we started um, with Clubhouse being on the rise, just things that we've noticed. Um, and I'm gonna let Jordan give y'all this class, it's gonna be a good one. Okay, guys, so today's class is for the culture with the NYABGs. It's just on the concept of Clubhouse itself and how it's not worth selling your soul for. So me and Megan actually had this conversation not too long before we recorded this podcast just about the the actions and the personas that people try to portray on this app. And I am here to tell y'all that it's not worth it. It's really not worth selling your soul. And I actually think that it's really weird, if I'm being quite honest, um, that you're willing to do this just for the possibility of getting fame and, and clout. I just think it's really weird, especially because it's just the possibility of getting famous. It's not that Clubhouse is an app that's even been monetized. It doesn't have any guaranteed sponsorships. Ain't nobody made it, you know, became a millionaire from it yet. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know. It's just weird. And then it's not even available to everybody. It's still in beta, you know? And so the fact that people are willing to just condone this type of like, weird ass behavior and just deprive themselves of all the senses of normalcy it just really baffles me that you're really really willing to do this and conform to the made-up and imaginative and asinine notions that are perpetuated on this app i just need everybody to just be you you don't make six figures guys everybody on there does not make six figures and clearly you don't because you have time to sit on this app all day for free megan was telling me this today everybody on there claim they make six figures it ain't true so just stop 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 trying to <laughs> adhere and conform to that concept that's not you you don't have to act like it you don't have to perpetuate it you aren't a high value man just because your mom says you're the light of her life y'all like you can still be trash just because your mama love you don't mean i got to and you don't have to uh, subject yourself to mental and physical anguish just for some dumb follows follows from people that you don't even know y'all like people just be putting on so much on clubhouse mm -hmm. these are just some examples but it's very very prevalent how much the flex in the front is and so i'ma just need everybody on this app to just turn their phones off and go outside and play like for real go outside <laughs> get some fresh air like it's not all about your phone all of y'all just need to to turn it off work develop a hobby i don't know get a real um startup get a real company go file an llc go do something but get for off that real. app get a hobby get off that app yeah that's what it is for real people need hobbies which we talked about on the last episode but people need hobbies for real um at the end of the day y'all know i love me like a good kiki on clubhouse but i have lately just observed like people really just getting outside of their bodies over things that on the app and Y'all just gotta remember to chill. But thank you for that class, Jordan, that culture. We appreciate you. Um, I wanna on that note remind y'all to join our club on Clubhouse. It's called Not Your Average Black Girls, of course. It is spelled um N-O-T space Y-O-U-R space. AVG space BLK space G-I-R-L-S. Yes, I did just spell that out for y'all, but I just wanted you to know that it's not spelled traditionally because of the character limit. Um, we're on there oftentimes on premiere days, so make sure you follow the club and follow us as well. Um, our usernames will be in the description of this episode. And then don't forget, y'all, y'all need to subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts for immediate alerts 
every single time new episodes air. We also want to invite you to follow us on YouTube, IG, Facebook, and Twitter at NYABGpod. And don't forget to visit our website, NYABGpodcast.com. It is so beautiful. And last but not least, we are still looking for more crazy ex stories, you guys. We want to hear all about the time that you were the crazy ex. Or if you want to spill some tea and tell your friend's business or your sister's business, whatever, about the time that she was the crazy ex, go ahead and give us that story. Visit our IG page for the link to anonymously share that tea with us, y'all. It's going to be no names, so you have nothing to lose. And on that note, Jordan and I want to thank y'all so much for tuning in to another episode of Not Your Average Black Girls Podcast. We will catch y'all on the next one. Bye. Bye. <laughs> At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.